Hello, this is Kelly Malloy. Welcome to Back on Track. In today's episode, we're here with Mike Metz, the program manager for the Riverbank House Recovery Center. And we're going to talk about getting back on track with recovery. So welcome, Mike. Thanks for having me, Kelly. It's uh, it's good to be with you and talking with you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So, Mike, can you tell us what you do here? Yeah, well, every day is a little different. I think the learning curve and working in this field is quite extensive. But on a daily basis, I'm in the trenches with the guys, uh, doing curriculum, talking about all sorts of things in a man's life on a daily basis and doing my best to help uh, tweeze out what's most important for the guys and what's going on in that day or, or a theme for that day and really trying to show every guy that there is you know some solution in no matter what's going on for them. So basically I am in the trenches daily with them in, uh, in groups and uh, yeah and activities. you know there's times where I get to get out with the guys and enjoy that time with them as well. Excellent, excellent. So when I say back on track with recovery, what, what does that signify for you? I think when, you're, when you get in recovery, you can get used to a consistency of recovery, of, uh, of emotional recovery. Um, so for me, the way, I, the way I internalize that is that there is such an opportunity day in and day out to live a life well-lived. And getting back on track might be, you know, adding something or subtracting something from your life. Um, it might be reaching out to somebody else and saying, hey, I'm going to go to this support group tonight. Do, would you like to go? It might be, um, you know, getting up and starting the day with meditation. And if you haven't been doing that and you're not in the practice of doing that, just getting back in gear with those kind of but those kind of techniques or those kind of um, supportive behaviors that will then get that ball rolling again in a positive direction. So that's what I think of for myself. And I'm sure there could be a lot of people too that maybe are listening that are thinking like, I just got to get back on track when it comes to staying stopped again. Mm-hmm. And um, that to me is also also a major point where, you know, you've got you've to be okay with asking for help and then not judging the help that you get. You know, that's that's one thing that I've seen over time is somebody say, oh, well, I'm hungry. And they're like, oh, well, I have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, well, that's not good enough. <laughs> well, you just told me you were hungry, you know. So there's that thing with addiction or addictive behavior where, you know, you start judging the help that you're receiving and you're not going to be able to, like, get back on track. Gotcha. Right. So here in this environment or just in the recovery arena in general – how often do you hear something like that where people are saying, you know, I need to get back on track? How, how prevalent is that? Um, here things are rather consistent. Um, but I think like anytime somebody's been around for a little while, um, there'll be those negotiations any man or woman, mm-hmm. for that matter, will have with themselves around what they need to do or what they can cut back on now that they're at this spot. And uh as we all know, you do that with just about anything and then the landslide comes and, mm-hmm. you know, that's just about that. So for me, it's just trying to make sure, too, that, that even guys that have been around a little while, you know, keep keep them engaged, keep asking them, you know, what's really going on. And a lot of the times, too, 
I hope that people get the impression that they are the most important person I'm talking to at that time. Mm. You know that they can really tell that my mind is there with them as well as my as well as my spirit. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I think about that a lot, and it it, it does happen. It, I I know it's happened for me too, where there's been times where I've been in a really great groove and uh, something's come up and off track again. So. It's, right. it's, it's one of those things that we just have to learn to, uh, learn to manage really. Right. So can we talk just a minute about relapse? Cause that's one of the areas that I think most of us identify with as far as that need to get back on track. And I know I've heard people say, and I don't know whether this is valid or just maybe not a great saying or what your thoughts are on it, but I've heard people say that relapse is actually a part of recovery. So in terms of getting back on track, what are your thoughts on that? Like, is it normal to get off track? Is it something that, you know, someone going through recovery should expect and prepare for? Or from your standpoint, what's what's the best way to look at that? I am a big believer in relapse is not a requirement. Um, mm-hmm. I know it could be a part of anybody's story. It could be a part of my own if I don't continue to stay on the path. Um but as far as it being a requirement or just just part of, um, I think in today's day and age, I think it's harder for people to focus on what they really should be focused on. You know, I, I talked a lot uh, over the past couple of weeks about being having a lot of gratitude for the fact that uh, I was able to get into recovery before smartphones because mm. it really seems to take so many people, so many different directions so quickly. And... You know, and that 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 right there could could be part of the crooks of the problem is uh, the attachment to the phone, you know, um, and and people reaching out through social media and learning other avenues as far as doing the wrong thing with mm. with those with those um, options. So, yeah, to me, it's not a requirement. It could be a part of somebody's story, but I think the goal is when you know that you are in recovery. The, the primary goal, and it's not the only goal, but the primary goal is to stay stopped. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're able to stay stopped, then you're able to work on those other things like emotional recovery and kind of adding to the um, repertoire of, of tools or, or techniques in order to have a day well lived. Right. Okay. I'm glad to hear you say that, actually, because I've I've heard it a couple different ways. So when you are talking to someone, though, that has gotten off track with their recovery, what what's your best recommendation? What's the first thing you suggest to them? The first thing that I think anybody really should take into consideration is giving giving that individual a good listening to. Um, I, I'm a big believer in people need to be heard. And then knocking before you enter, you know, mm-hmm. hey, would you like some feedback on, on what I'm taking away from what you're saying? Because every man and woman is, uh, is in, they're unique, you know, they are, uh, they're special. And, and, and I don't, I don't believe in like a cookie cutter approach or like a drive through philosophy of, okay, well, you've done this now, now move on to this or anything like that. Um, hearing somebody out because, it could be something very subtle in their body language. It could be something 
that they uh, they keep coming back around to that sounds like, oh, okay, that might be an area that you might want to consider looking at. And um, the other thing too is like, I might have my definition of what success looks like for them, but probably should understand what their definition looks like for them. Because mm. again, like getting into the fix it mode and oh, well, okay, or figuring somebody out or, you know, this is going to be this way. I felt like I always got the most help when somebody was just genuine with me and they just witnessed where I was at, mm-hmm. you know? So I know that in a, in a roundabout way, that doesn't really answer your question. But to me, that's that's been the most vital aspect of getting in recovery and staying stopped. Well, I think it does answer the question. And actually from a coach's, you know, being a, a coach where we've been taught, to not give the answers to people, to just listen, ask questions, because people are always going to be more successful with the answers they come up with on their own, right? Right, yeah. And we all know, really, you know, what we need to do. So if we have that opportunity to talk through it with someone, then I think you're right. I think those people that have gotten off track, if they have a listening ear, a non-judgmental listening ear, and someone that's not trying to control them or fix them, they probably will figure out what that next step is. Yeah, and I I think about it too that I wouldn't want anybody to become too overly dependent on me for their well-being. Mm-hmm. Like I want to I want to help show somebody maybe the direction they need to go. I'll show you where to look but won't tell you what to see. And you know, at times I've been told, "Hey, you're you're a little too cryptic. I need to be told, you know, <laughs> what to do." And there'll be times where I'll be like, "Okay, well, here's exactly what I think then." Um right. and you know, but it came from them asking me directly for my feedback. Right. Yeah. Well, I can draw a parallel to that with food because a lot of my clients, you know, will say, okay, what should I eat? You know, tell me what to eat. And I Mm -hmm. never want to tell anyone what to eat, right? That should really come from them. You know, the way I eat isn't going to necessarily work for them and they might not even like the foods that I like, but we can actually guide them to find those answers for themselves. That's great. I like it. So, Mike, on a personal level, what's one thing that you'd like to get back on track with? Getting up in the morning, the uh, the alarm clock, I've set it a um, few days in a row now at five, and I was in a pretty good, consistent basis of, uh, of getting up and getting going. Um, and for, for the past couple of weeks, I certainly haven't been getting up and getting my day started the way that I was. And I really, and it, and it, and again too, it, it goes it goes back to like being of service to other people. Mm-hmm. The better I take care of myself, the better I can be available for everyone. Um, not only people in recovery, but certainly my family. And so that is something to yeah personally to get back on track with. And uh, I think you told me not too long ago, like when it comes to working out or anything like that. Um, getting it going, but not jumping all in and going crazy with it. And yeah, that's, that's definitely one of those things that, um, I was just starting to get the ball rolling again with it and it felt great. So we'll see, we'll see more news at 11 on that one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Great. Well, I want to thank you so much for talking with me today about recovery and, um, love all the things that you guys are doing here. You're really doing some great work. Is there anything you'd like to share about the Riverbank House or opportunities for people 
anything that you'd like to let everybody know about? Well, I think uh, it should be mentioned, you know, that, that you've um, been around helping out here for a while, and um, it means a lot to not only the guys but myself. And it's been it's been really helpful to have you um, come in and and talk about some specific things that uh, that we don't cover in group without you because of your specialty. Um, so you know, on behalf of Riverbank and myself, like thank you for all that you do. And if there is anything that we can do collectively to continue to help you, help us, and vice versa, you know, we're all in. Same here. Yeah, cool. I actually love. I love what I do here, um, love this community, I love what you all do for the guys, and um, it's, I think it's just a great place. So. Yeah, it, it is a good spot, and, that, and the one thing I will say about Riverbank is, to me, there's got to be a mix of things. Um, there's, there's the mix of seriousness and fun, but then there's the, the, the other mix of contemplation Mm-hmm. And um, and opportunity, you know, we we've had some guys that have come through here specifically that are now out in the community doing stuff for and with the community. And to me, that's that's what it's all about. You know, it is certainly about that that rock in the pond and the ripple effect of good things going in in directions. And um, that to me is is what we what what our aim is here is to help everyone have a better day, even even the city of Laconia. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Good job. All right. Well, thanks again, Mike. I appreciate it. You got it, Kelly. You've been listening to Back on Track with Kelly Malloy. Stay tuned for more episodes to help you get back on track with your life.